Hi, this is Sumedha from newslaundry.com and I bring you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 29th of November. Over the United States allegations of a foil plot to assassinate pro-Khalistan leader Gurpat Van Singh Pannu in the US, India today formed a high-level inquiry committee to examine the matter. The Ministry of External Affairs said that India will take action based on the findings of the committee. Recently, UK-based newspaper Financial Times had reported that the US thwarted a plot to assassinate Pannu on American soil. It also reported that Washington had issued a warning to India about concerns that the Indian government was involved in the conspiracy. Later, White House spokesperson Adrian Watson said that the US had raised the matter at quote-unquote the senior-most level. He also said that the Indian officials expressed surprise and concern when approached by the US about the allegations. The Ministry of External Affairs replied by saying that India takes security inputs shared by the US seriously as it impinges on our own national security interests. Pannu is an American and Canadian citizen. He is an advocate for Khalistan and the General Council of Six for Justice, an outfit which was banned in India in 2019. In 2020, India declared Pannu an individual terrorist under the UAPA. The reports on Pannu's alleged assassination attempt came two months after Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's similar allegation against Indian agents. Trudeau had said that there was credible evidence linking the murder of six separatist leader Hardeep Singh Nidjar to Indian agents. He had alleged the Indian government's role in it. Nidjar was shot dead in the parking lot of a Gurdwara in Surrey on 18th June. India rejected Trudeau's allegations as absurd and motivated. But the public spat froze the diplomatic relations between the two countries for weeks. Today, the University Grants Commission UGC asked universities and colleges in Maharashtra to encourage students to celebrate the birth centenary of right-wing ideologue Dattaji Didolkar. Didolkar is the founding member of the Akhil Bharatiya Vidyarthi Parishad or ABVP. The ABVP is the student organization of the Rashtriya Swayam Sevak Sangh or RSS. In a circular issued on 21st November, the UGC said that Didolkar is an inspiration to the students of India and that it will celebrate his 100th birth anniversary from 7th August 2023 to 7th August 2024. The UGC's letter also referred to Union Minister Nitin Gadkari's letter to Education Minister Dharmendra Pradhan. Gadkari reportedly said in his letter that various programs are being organized to remember Didolkar's contribution to youths and a souvenir booklet about him will be published. Youth Sena, the youth wing of the Udhav Thakre-led faction of Shiv Sena, has objected to the UGC's decision and demanded the withdrawal of its circular. Meanwhile, Amit Dhomase, the secretary of the ABVP's Konkan Region Unit, said the celebration should not be politicized. Today, the Jammu and Kashmir police filed a case against a student of NIT Srinagar for an alleged derogatory post on Instagram about Prophet Muhammad. The case was filed after students at the institute carried out protests yesterday, seeking action against the accused student. The protest also spread to the other colleges in the city today. The student, who is in the eye of the controversy, hails from Maharashtra. He has been booked under Section 295A of the Indian Penal Code for outraging religious sentiments, Section 153A for promoting enmity between different groups, and Section 153 for giving provocation with intent to cause riots. NIT has rusticated the student, the Times of India reported. 
This comes two days after seven Kashmiri students were arrested under UAPA after a face-off with students from outside the UT over India's loss to Australia in the Men's Cricket World Cup Finals on 19th November. Today, the Supreme Court upheld the centre's decision to extend the tenure of Delhi Chief Secretary Naresh Kumar by six months. Kumar, who has been in the news over his stiff with AAP and corruption allegations, was due to retire tomorrow. The Supreme Court bench led by Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachur, Justice J.B. Pardiwala and Manoj Mishra rejected the Delhi government's plea to restrain the union government from extended Kumar's term as the Chief Secretary. The Apex Court said that the Chief Secretary's extension of service cannot be construed as violation of law. The court also observed that the centre was empowered to extend the tenure of the Chief Secretary, who deals with the police, land and public order, which are beyond the Delhi government's tenure. Kumar joined as Delhi Chief Secretary in 2022 and is known to be close to Delhi Lieutenant Governor Vinay Kumar Saxena and the Modi government. His report on the AAP's contentious excise policy triggered its withdrawal and the CBI and ED action in the case. So far, three prominent AAP leaders have been sent behind bars over the excise policy, including Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia. Listeners, as you know, Naresh Kumar has been dominating headlines over the past few weeks over his tussle with the Delhi government. Delhi's Vigilance Minister Atishi Marlena has filed three consecutive reports recommending his suspension over his alleged complicity in Bamnoli land deal. But Delhi LG VK Saxena has refused to consider these reports. But the Bamnoli land deal is only one of the many controversies involving the 1987 batch IS officer. What is at the heart of the bureaucrats' fraught relationship with the Delhi government? My colleague Pratyush Deep takes a deep dive into the controversy surrounding Kumar in his report titled A Thorn in Kejriwal's Side, the Controversies of Chief Secretary Naresh Kumar. We are able to bring you such reports because we are not funded by government or corporate but by our subscribers. If you are not a subscriber yet, please go to our website newslaundry.com Choose a subscription plan of your choice and pay to keep news free. The humanitarian pause in the fighting between Israel and Hamas is set to conclude in the next 24 hours. The truce was earlier extended by two days after peace negotiations by Qatar. During the first three days of the truce, 39 Israeli hostages were freed by Hamas in exchange for 117 Palestinian prisoners held in Israeli jails. Another exchange of prisoners and hostages is likely before the truce ends. Qatar, along with the United States and Egypt, has been engaged in intense negotiations to establish and prolong the truce in Gaza. As a result of parallel negotiations led by the Gulf state, 17 Thais, one Filipino and one dual Russian-Israeli national were also released by the Palestinian militants. Qatar said it was hoping for a more durable arrangement, AFP reported. Analysts said the truce negotiations have entered a pragmatic phase and Hamas is reportedly signalling a willingness to extend the pause in fighting. In the Israel-Hamas escalation since 7 October, more than 13,000 people have been killed in Gaza, while the death toll in Israel is over 1,400. Hamas officials told Al Jazeera that about 60% of housing in Gaza have been destroyed. Thousands have been rendered homeless. Meanwhile, Egypt has also said it will allow displacement of Palestinians as it would mean, quote-unquote, the end of the Palestinian cause. 
That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.